Hello and welcome back to Wake and Jake. We're back. Myself and Dave is sorry. All-Star Week got a little too cray-cray. Um, probably put that in our bankroll for next year. Maybe maybe pre-record something with maybe a Jolly Oliver, Foolish Bailey, who I think you may be seeing both those guys soon. Exciting couple weeks of baseball. As the trade deadline leaks up, uh, just watched our Yankees die. Could be a Yankee funeral app. It won't be. I think there's more fun stuff to talk about. Uh, and I might parcel this out a little bit. I think I want to focus mostly on the pitchers uh, that are going at the deadline because I, I I started to, my Jake brain started to kick in, I think, in a good way, quantifying who, what, when, where, why between the teams and who will be traded. And it's that time of year. Um, All-Star game was good. We had fun. Uh, the Derby was cool. Uh, on a personal level, would have been cooler to be in the outfield again. Outfield Limited outfield tickets. Um, although we had one ticket out there. I went out there for a little bit by myself, scared, alone. Uh, the balls coming in is pretty exciting. Can be daunting, too. I mean, Julio's, 40, ready. Julio's 41 home runs out there. You, uh, you know, hands-free. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, we had two houses out there. Uh, there were some voices that said uh, that me and BBD were not in the cool house. Uh, I think there's an argument for that. Architecturally. Uh, that's fine. Uh, Seattle, uh, T- TBD, I do have a little bit of New York snob kicking in. That any time, the past couple times I've gone to a city, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's just a different beast. It's not New York City. It's not blocks of buildings. It's not all that. And we did a lot of work stuff that didn't. Kinda, compared to compared to New York, no city's a city. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Take that. Snob. Singapore. They don't got mosquitoes there. Every local I talked to was like, did you notice that? I you did, like that? I did like that because I do hate mosquitoes. I have the warm, juicy blood. I get crushed by bugs. Whenever there's a bug situation, I get destroyed more than everyone else. Not a conversation. Yeah. My brother's got that. It's- yeah. Oh, it stinks. It stinks, dude. When I put it together that I'm in a buggy spot and I don't have bug spray, it ruins my next week. because I'll be scratching and itching. Anyway, Seattle's very hilly. I was told that. Didn't kind of realize it. But, yeah, there's some spots that it's like, whoa, don't walk down that hill or up that hill, excuse me. Uh, and we had fun. We got off to kind of a slow, chaotic start. We had a lot to record as we as we got into it uh, between uh, some of our partners and just our regular content, talking Yanks, baseball today, everything. Uh, then that second day, once we got to the Derby, things really kicked into gear. We did a live event. Awesome. Thank you to everyone that came out. A lot of baker bakers were there. That was fun, uh, and always a great way to end it because it's just it's a good vibe, chilling with baseball people, couple beers, uh, and then we went by a slow pitch softball game. Um, and yeah, in hindsight, we watched a lot of that game. A pretty kooky, kooky gentleman, uh, a little older, uh, aggressive. Jake Senior uh, got thrown off being a little too aggressive on the bases. He was just electric, putting um, on a show. At Wait. least one person on their team, big talking baseball fan. She said hi. Whoops. Uh, so, yeah, excited. Uh, kind of the generic line when someone travels for work. Excited to go back to Seattle again and do it right. I think it's one of those cities, and this is coming from a guy that lived in Denver, uh, that one of the perks of being in that city is being able to get away and go on the water and go on the mountain hikes and do nature stuff. That The city itself obviously has city stuff, but one of the bigger perks is being around other things. So, 
Um, and any city that has like houses in it always blows my mind. Like in it, in it. Like you could live in a house in Seattle, and like you live in Seattle. Like New York City, you can't really do that. Even like Boston, like you can't yeah. really do that. And those are the two cities I grew up in the most. Like in in Queens, sure, there's there's some houses and stuff, but right, but you're you're making the distinction that oh, I live in Queens. Queens. So. Uh, let's talk pitchers at the trade deadline, and it is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That is where you put in code Bakers. Okay. New customers can bet just five dollars and score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings. Sportsbook undefeated second half in my parlays. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown. Races all games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for gambling problem. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 plus most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific gambling problem resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. <laughs> All right. I want to do a quick walkthrough of the teams, and then I will do a quick walkthrough of the, uh, the players. Bing, bang, bongo. AL East, let's go worst to first so I can start with my Yankees. Uh, the Yankees may trade for a pitcher. If they do, it will be someone... Of little to no value. Um, and we'll get into the names in a minute, but think about everything that's circling in Yankee land. They're, they're not going to trade for one of the top arms. I know Yankee fans want them to trade for someone with multiple years, but uh, I don't see that happening. It would be I, a depth move. It would be a depth move, and it, you know, it, it would almost have to be someone that's welcome to being a swingman if necessary, because in theory... You know, the Yankees could have Severino, or they currently have, I shouldn't have started with Severino, sheesh. Cole, Rodon, Nestor, Herman, Severino, Schmidt. That's six right there. Um, Frankie Montas just had an update. Not going to necessarily buy into that. Uh, They also had debuts of kids this year. Uh, Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito that, you know, they were actually nice in their kind of bit performances that... Uh, the Yankees have so much offensive problems that if they trade for pitching, it's probably because there's pitching going out in the form of a Clark Schmidt or maybe Domingo Herman or something like that, uh, or one of the kids. But yeah, I their needs are so offensive that uh, it's tough for me to see them going for a starting pitching, if not trading away. The Boston Red Sox, I think they're in play. They have the same record as the Yankees, so tied at the bottom. Um would I be a little surprised if they go pure rental? Yes. Um, I, I see them in play for pitching, but I don't... Um, I don't know. Pure rental just feels weird where they're currently positioned. A game and a half out. It, it, wouldn't, be a, it wouldn't be a big price tag. IMO. Toronto Blue Jays, they have their five right now. Um, and Ryu is rehabbing. That I know they've been rumored for some starting pitching stuff. I, I don't... I don't really have them as a big player. I, I think something would really have to work out uh, because 
So I, there was just a rumor that Stroman was linked to them, and Stroman obviously pitched in Toronto, and every team needs pitching. I'm not, I'm not going to do that broken record game. But you would have to kick out one of Gossman, no, Manoa, eh, Barrios, Bassett, Kikuchi to the bullpen if you trade for someone. And you'd have to kick another one out if Ryu comes back, or I guess Ryu could be your swing guy, but I'd... I don't have the Blue Jays as a major player for starting pitching as of now. I think they're kind of, you know, Gossman, Barrios, Bassett, and if Manoa's figured it out, which he's been kind of good since he's come back, I don't really have them as a player, so I'm going to kick them out of the rumor mill for now. Rays, they don't care. If they do, it'll probably be something ugly that we don't even care about. They've got McClanahan coming back this week. They're the Rays. It'll be some guy that isn't really on your radar, and they will turn him into a stud, and that is the race. And they kind of just—they're good, they're good. The Orioles, mark them down. They're kind of my kingpin of the operation. Uh, I think the Orioles control the script for starting pitching at this deadline. So let's come back to them for now. Luckily, the East was kind of a lot of conversation because the Central is not. Um, <laughs> the Guardians were going to be rumored to be trading Bieber. He just had a forearm, forearm, forearm thing pop up and went to the IL. I don't yeah. see that trade happening anymore. The oh, the update, I I think, put it back on the table. I think it said he'd be back in two weeks, but so that is I after the deadline. I don't but. know. I mean, that's... It's not off the menu, but the, it's no longer... The day before one. the deadline, trading for a pitcher with forearm issues, issues... I've seen that go wrong. After what we've just seen with Frankie Montas. I've I'm, seen that. I'm going to say that's out. I don't see them acquiring pitching. They're Cleveland. They're odd ducks. Um, twins, their starting pitching's been awesome. They, they need... Uh, they need hitting. Just like I've talked about with my Yankees, that... Uh, I don't really see them going that route. They just got Maeda back. Bailey Ober, the nightmare, as Trevor Plouffe will tell you. Uh, their needs are elsewhere. Uh, Tigers, White Sox, Royals, sell, sell, sell. We know that. And then in the West, like, Seattle has pitching. We're not sure what they're necessarily going to do at the deadline, but they're kind of good. The Rangers, I, I think they're good. They're, they're starting pitching currently looks like Avaldi, Gray, Heaney, Perez, and Dunning, who's been really good for them. Uh, I don't know if, like, is Oda Rizzi coming back? I don't think so. I guess they could add a depth arm. And yeah, someone, something, I guess with any team, something happens this week. and Right, it, it changes sure. the equation a little bit, sure, but I... Yeah, as it lies, I think uh, they're on the other end of pitching. I don't know what Texas... What I mean, they're on. second in starting pitching ERA, so if they yeah. add someone... That's, and that's without DeGrom. I mean, it would be a Death Star-type move, right? Like, maybe you flip Dane Dunning, who just built up his value again. Uh, so, I, I won't rule them out, but it's not like, hey, these Rangers, if they, don't, if they don't get pitching out of the deadline, like, no, they're good. Astros? I mean, it seems like they pull starting pitching out of their butt, but they, I could see them getting a pitcher. Um, you know, Hunter Brown has to be on a pitch count this year. Javier... Hasn't been up to expectations. Fangraphs likes him a little bit. Framber's been incredible. He's in the running for the Cy Young. And then it's Belak and JP France. Um, Luis Garcia out for the year. I think McCullers got ruled out for the year. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and Arquiti's been out of front. Okay, so they're more in play for a starting pitcher than I thought. I kind of raised them. Yeah, and they're they're a little bit always looking to Death Star their rotation. So okay, so Astros are very much in play. Halos, I don't know. They could be selling. They could be buying. I'm I'm gonna more or less rule them out for now. So in the American League, starting pitching wise, Orioles, yes. Astros, I'll put down as a yes, which I didn't have that. I didn't have that as locked up. And then everybody else is kind of. Let's see. We'd love to have some pitching, but. Yeah. So let's do the NL quick. Atlanta Braves, kind of a Death Star equation. Right now, their rotation Morton, Strider, Allard, Elder, and Soroka. Um, could they add starting pitching? Yes. I know Max Fried is going to come back. I I could see them adding a starting pitcher. They've been doing a dance a little bit. Um, are they one of the main players? I don't know. Marlins, no. <laughs> How funny is that? Hmm. Marlins just straight up no. We That's what we've got, Pop. The Phillies. I could see them adding a starting pitcher. Um, Wheeler, Nola, Ranger Suarez, Suarez, Taiwan Walker. That fifth spot, Christopher Sanchez has just hopped in. Uh, he's a kid. I, I don't know how much they believe in him. That It's been a little bit of a revolving door. We know the Phillies are in go-for-it mode. We know they'll make the trade. They are in play for a starting pitcher. But at the same time, they don't necessarily need an elite guy. Like, they're going to go to war with Wheeler and Nola, and then whoever's hotter out of Walker and Suarez, you know, I, even if you bring in Stroman, who might be the biggest fish at this deadline, we'll see if a Snell comes available or somebody else. But that'd still be your three. So I, I think need-wise, going back to the Orioles being the kingpin, I think whatever they would pay for... Their starting pitcher piece would be a little more than the Phillies, who would be slotting in their three, where Baltimore could potentially be slotting in a one. Um, but Phillies are in play. Mets might be selling. They're out. Nats, uh-huh. Central, again, can be oddly quick. Brewers, I think, are out of play. I had someone ask me today if they're going to sell Corbin Burns. Right now, they're listed as a six-man rotation. <laughs> This is kind of another team that that's where their strength has been. I don't have them going for starting pitching. Cincinnati Reds, they could be in play. Um, they're a really interesting mix. Their starting pitching hasn't been good. Uh, I think they're in play. You'd love to build off this energy. You've got a lot of young guys contributing. Chris Rose in our trade draft had them getting Otani. I don't see that. I think they'll pick up an arm. I don't think they're willing... They would have to be willing to sacrifice some of their farm, and I think they love what's just happened. Like, I think to take away from part of their youth movement, I don't know, that almost, it feels a little double negatively. Like, if you trade for not an elite starting pitcher, they're not elite, and you just trade away some of your youth. I don't know. I, I think they'll add something, but I don't think it would be as impactful as Shohei Ohtani or what Reds fans may be dreaming on. Cubs are probably selling. Pirates are selling. Cardinals, yellow. Uh, which brings us out west. Dodgers are in play, huh? Yeah, they, uh, they're 
their starting pitchers that are on the IL are or that have missed a lot of time this year are, are, are quite a list. Clayton did kind of a funky uh, all-star break IL. Yeah. I think he's supposed little, to come back. little gaming the system. May's out. Cindergard listed as blister, but I know he he wasn't great for them. Uh, Walker Bueller is, is supposed to come back at some point. I guess the only thing, and I, Dodger fans sound off in the comments, is is there any money juggling going on there? Because wasn't that the whole thing? Didn't we expect them oh, yeah. to make a big f- splash in free agency? It didn't happen, and then everyone was like, well, Otani. But aren't, I think they were over the threshold anyway. So Dodger fans, I guess I'm I'm asking you as much. Because oh, wasn't it like right after the Miggy Rowe trade that like put them over? So they it's were, like, oh, oh, so now that you're over that like last threshold. So unless there's some Dodgers funny business I don't know. I I mean they have kids throwing the ball right now. Bobby Miller, Emmett Sheehan, Michael Grove, they've got more kids on the way. Uh I would have to know more about a little more about the money situation. Um and that's the only part that makes me a little skeptical, but they're in play to add pitching. My snakes are, but boy are we nervous. We're now sitting in third place. It's a half game back a second. It's two games back a first. They just had a big youth movement. They need starting pitching. I think they'll add, if you had asked me a couple days ago, I thought they were one of the kingpins with the Orioles. I don't think they are now. Um, I think they'll make a play for a pitcher. I, I think almost anyone on the list that we're about to talk about could potentially slot in as their three guy. Uh, Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly on the IL right now. Cat, calf inflammation. How about that, Merrill hmm. Kelly? But right now, the rest of their rotation, after Zach Gallen, it's Tommy Henry, Zach Davies, and Ryan Nelson. So I think the Snakes will add, you've built up so much momentum. You have a lot of young pieces. I think you have more in your minor leagues. You can make a move that won't be sacrificing your future uh, and bring in a guy that can help. And I guess I would circle them as every team wants to bring in a guy that's more than a rental. But I think if you're Arizona and you're building off last year and you're not a team, you can get beat out by other teams in free agency. Depending what fish are available with multiple years, you could see them coming more into play. Giants are always a wild card. Don't know what to do with them, really. Um, could they be in play? Absolutely. Actually, Logan Webb, Discalfani, Stripling, Cobb, and Wood. Well, those are all guys you know. Those are all guys you know, but they're the Giants. They'll make a move. I mean, they were in on Correa. They were in on Judge. Like, they're very much in play. So, let's go back to the kingpin. The Baltimore Orioles. I think they get to call the shots. Uh, They have crazy minor league depth. They have called up guys to the major leagues. They have crazy major league depth now. Uh, That they kind of get to call their shot. And I think... I think they'll be able to get whoever they want. They're currently one game back of Tampa. All the oozing and ozing we've done about Tampa and, you know, are the Braves and the Rays in a class of their own? Is anyone up there? The Baltimore Orioles are one game back on July 16th um, with a starting pitching uh, that is now listed Kyle Gibson, Kyle Bradish, Kyles. Grayson Rodriguez is supposed to get called up again. That's exciting. Tyler Wells and Dean Kramer. Now, all of those guys, outside of Grayson, have actually been really solid. Really solid. 
Um, but I think with Grayson, you know, his first cup of tea didn't go perfectly. Um, and sometimes in October, the name recognition matters. And I, with the new playoff format, if the Orioles do end up in a wild card and it's Gibson, Bradish, Wells, don't get me wrong. I, I know Kyle's just being Bradish. I know Tyler Wells and the Whip King, and we love Gibby, but I think they're looking for an impact arm. I thought they were going to be leading the charge for Dylan Cease. I didn't realize Dylan Cease is a... Is he more... He's not just a year and a half, right? Is he two and a half? Yeah, I think he's got... It would be a big trade. And I don't think the Orioles are willing to do that. I I really don't. I, I think they like their core... I think they like their core core enough that they won't move for what the White Sox would ask for Dylan Cease. And if Two I'm getting half ge- years left, yes. If I'm getting in the White Sox shoes on this, the AL Central it continues to be wide open. That if I believe in myself as a GM, I believe I could win <laughs> the AL Central next year. If I make like two and a half decent moves as the general manager. I could win the Central next year. You got to believe that. You can't be in that position and not believe it. The division's been around or under 500 the whole year. So if I'm the White Sox, I know there's been a lot of Dylan Cease. I don't think that's happening. So I referenced that there's an article I want to go off of before. Written by John Heyman. And he did the top. MLB trade deadline pitching targets. He listed number one, Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez of your Detroit Tigers. Um, 13 starts this year, a 2-7 ERA. Probably would have been the Tigers all-star representative, uh, but he went on the IL. Uh, And... He is th- he's 30 years old. Feels like we've seen a lot of Erod, huh? Um So yeah, he is on the books after he he, he can opt out after this year. He'd be opting out of roughly 3 for 50. 3 for um, 50 is a 30 Going to be a 31-year-old starting pitcher who's currently got a 2-7. He's currently an opt-out. If he bill. plays the rest of the year, kind of regardless of result, it's going to be a very good year going into year 31. But I think he beats that. Feels like he could, even if he went to a team and he was a 4-4 guy, he could match that contract at the end of the year. So uh, I think Erod gets traded. The messed up part for Detroit is you're trading him as a rental. Um because you do have to assume the opt-out. Uh, Erod in Baltimore, is there a fit there? I think so. That massive left field, a lefty pitcher. Uh, Erod, a guy that had to deal with the, the green monster for a bunch of years, moves over to that. I think that's in play. I do think the Red Sox are in play, too. Uh, I think if, you know, sometimes sports is pretty basic, man. The Red Sox like Erod. He pitched for the Red Sox for a while. He knows how to pitch at Fenway. Uh, they weren't dying to get rid of him when he hit free agency last time. Just if 
got a big deal from the Tigers. If the opt-out did get weird and he opted in, I think the Red Sox would be okay with that. Like, I I think if you're the Red Sox and Erod, he's screaming AL East to me. Um, it's familiar. It's familiar, and I, I think... I think the Orioles and Red Sox are in play for that. And again, I think the Orioles call the shot there because I think they have the ammo to pay whatever they want. Um, and hey, I, I don't want to be an AL East elitist, although I am. Uh, any team would love Erod. He's a lefty that's got a 270 RA. So, uh, you know, if, if the Dodgers or one of those other teams I do mention, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Uh, but again, I think the Orioles... I think the Orioles can set the tone on this. Number two on John Heyman's list? Oh, my God. Michael Lorenzen, same team. I don't have him as the number two trade guy. Um, I had him going back to the Reds on our our trade deadline draft episode. So maybe I just like reunions too much. Maybe I'm, I'm... Picked reading a lot of reunions. Maybe I'm... <laughs> maybe I'm reading too much into that. Uh... Lorenzen, 16 starts at 375. Detroit, you are in a pitcher's park. His FIP is worse than that. <laughs> you can trick your fans into saying you're trading for an all-star this year. Um, I don't know. I Like I said, I, I like that as, the, as a Reds, it, but more so, obviously, there's the homecoming side of it, but it's a true rental, and... There's a chance, and I don't want to be rude to Michael Lorenzen, there's a chance Michael Lorenzen comes to your team and he's not great, right? So that's where I, I think a team like the Dodgers, I, I don't love that. Like I, I, he is, He's very much a depth piece for whoever's trading for him. Um, so, hey, like I, I mentioned Philly before, if, if they're looking for a five guy who can go out and be a legit starting pitcher, yeah. Um, even, even when I mentioned, I, I don't think the Yankees will be going for Michael Lorenzen, but, um, what's Austin Meadows up to? Anyways, um, I think if you're one of those teams that's just looking to do pure trade deadline depth, because Michael Lorenzen also has experience coming out of the bullpen, like, I think he's your guy. Um, and going back to the Orioles being the kingpin, what does he necessarily do for the Orioles? I, I can't tell you he's going to be better than Grayson Rodriguez. I can't tell you he's going to be better than Tyler Well. Like, I, I, I don't see that being the fit there. Lucas Giolito, number three on John Heyman's list. A thousand percent should be traded. He has it at 70%, which I thought that was funny. Um, the one thing that does need to be mentioned here with the true rentals, uh, qualifying offer in the pick. Lucas Giolito has done enough in his career that he would get the qualifying offer. So if if the White Sox, to trade him, they would have to get a player that they would value more than the qualifying offer pick. Uh, that being said, I think a team will trade for Lucas Giolito. His changeup is Bugs Bunny-esque. He has a three-war season going, casually. 19 starts, a 3-4-5. He's an absolute horse, first-round pick. He's always, he's got the look. He has the look of a of a starting pitcher. Um, there's been Dodger rumors. L.A. guy makes sense there. Uh, you know, would definitely be more impactful than some of the kids they're throwing out. 
feels like a guy that could absolutely go into a situation and tick up. You know, this guy was top 11 Cy Young votes three years in a row. Bad year last year. Been around a bad team. Like, wherever Lucas Giolito stands, lands, excuse me, like that team feels like they're getting a playoff starter. That team feels like they're getting a guy that that goes into their rotation. Um, L.A. does make a lot of sense, huh? Mm. Toronto, no. Houston? I was going to say, I just kind of had a Houston vision there. Houston? That's interesting, huh? He and Abreu are buddies. Fixes him right up. Atlanta? Just kind of a, why not? We can. Oh, and Lucas would like that. We can. Max Freed, we could get that whole storyline going. Why doesn't Atlanta trade for Freed, uh, for Giolito and Flaherty? Bring all the boys. Get the press going. And and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe this is too soon because my, my Diamondbacks are in an L4 right now. Like, I don't see that. I, I don't know. Is that, is that being obtuse? Because they could obviously use him. Any team could use Lucas Giolito. That's the game. But I pure rental for that, like Arizona, right now just doesn't click in my head. Uh, giving up that kind of prospect for two months of Giolito. I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading that one. Cardinals fans, come at me. Man, some of those top teams for Lucas Giolito. There's just a lot of other teams that seem like a great fit for him. Yeah, if you're the Dodgers or Houston, you're almost penciling him into a playoff start. Same with Atlanta. Jack Flaherty listed next on the list as we mentioned those those uh what's their high school? I was gonna say South um, Harvard Westlake. Harvard Westlake, excuse me. Um Jack Flaherty interests me. Cause and this could be completely bizarre to Lucas Giolito. Jack Flaherty's been a little more inconsistent. He's had some injury stuff. Uh we love Jack Jack Flaherty. Numbers are in an okay place, 17 starts. A four two seven, another LA guy, another guy that wants the big city. He's always wanted that scene. He's about that. For me, I actually kind of like him with a team like the Snakes. I think Jack Flaherty being the trade deadline gun for hire. I think he's going to lean into that. that. I think he's going to lean into that so hard, and I think I I think Jack Flaherty is a guy that would get traded to the Cardinals. To the Diamondbacks and be like, let's let's fucking run this, let's go. Oh, and he would love to be on a team that's chasing right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll be one, two, three, <laughs> us three. Like, fire me up. I like that for him because the other side of Jack Flaherty, which again, true rental at this point. Flaherty does have some risk. Like Flaherty's had some ugly games this year, where I think if you're a team like the Braves or Houston, there's a chance. There's a chance. I'm not saying this happens, but Jack Flaherty could come over, have a four six ERA, and not be a playoff starter for you. Where in Arizona, he's kind. Of, you're you're going to be our dude. Let's ride it out, brother. You get hot with Gallon and Kelly. We can do some shit. I'm going to snake him for now. Mm-hmm. Let me do one last team patrol. See if there's anywhere else for like. 
Jack have Flaherty. You, have you noticed uh, what's bold on Jack Flaherty's page, which I love for him? I did not. It's technically a negative stat, but I love it for him. He's hit the most batters in the NL. Good for you, Jack. He's been wild this year. Some of his bit. walk I games. I would guess a lot of those are in like the, the couple bad games. Um, and, of, and, of course, like he has had injury stuff. Quick, quick scan. Quick double check scan for Flaherty. Um, Giants, not really. Is he a Phillies team? They jumped out because he, for them, it's like we have a badass rotation now. We have five guys, and Flaherty could earn a playoff start. I like like the snakes or Philly for him. That's good for Jack Flaherty. How about that? He wants to wear those pinstripes. He wants to get paid like a guy in pinstripes. Likes red. I don't know. I don't know if I see that happening. Uh, Dark Knight. Jordan Montgomery is really interesting. Uh, again, another qualif like Jack Flaherty right now would be borderline for the qualifying offer. His past two years, he's been airing the fours. Jack would get excited to take that and bet on himself. Right. Oh, so if you're without a doubt, yeah. But well, if you trade him, you can't give it to him anyway. Monty, I don't know. Um, Monty's been pretty good for the Cardinals. He got traded last year. The Cardinals starts to get tricky for me because you can't... It's the other thing with all these starting pitching trade rumors. You can't trade everyone. Like, if you're the White Sox, you can't trade Lance Lynn, Giolito, and Cease. Because then you have nobody to pitch. Somebody literally has to pitch games for you. You just you just destroyed your team. That's kind of what ru- ruled Cease out for me. Like, the other two are such obvious trades. I think you can Gio- do Cease this winter. Giolito and Lynn, like I, you know, you can get some value, and for one of those guys, you're at least getting a starting pitcher back, if not for both of them. Cease is like a whole thing that I I just I just kind of ruled that out, which I I. I was kind of brewing in my head, but I don't know. And for the Cardinals, it's the same thing. Like, I don't know if Monty has kind of felt like a Cardinals guy. He feels... It feels like a great spot for him. Jack Flaherty kind of wants the big city. He wants a coast. He's about that. Monty is kind of about St. Louis. And he's been one of the few guys that performed this year that I would not be surprised if they keep him in down qualifying offer. And that might give them the advantage bidding-wise because uh, other yeah. teams may not want to give up that pick that I I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd see a guy you give up the pick for. Then. I don't know. I, I kind of I don't see Monty leaving town. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, Monty can also fit in anywhere. He, te- he pitched he for the Yankees for a while. Like... He's like the an ultimate lefty rotation stabilizer type piece over the course of a season. Whatever team wants to plug and play him, I mean, he's one of the highest release points in baseball. The weird teams love that shit. Dodgers, Rays, like I know they were out of the equation, but man, wouldn't that be something? I've seen him have a good playoff starter too. Right. Shane Bieber is currently out for me. Number six on Heyman's list. James Paxton, currently out for me. Um, I think the Red Sox are going to go for it. <laughs> they might, and after what happened to him this weekend, it might be. It wouldn't be a trade for assets. Know who know who Boston plays next? Oakland A's. Okay, they're not trading. Like Boston's in it. 
Boston's in it. Marcus Stroman. Again, maybe the most valuable pitcher at the deadline. He has an opt-out that he will be tapping into. So it's a true rental, but he's been phenomenal. So basically, best available pitcher on the market. Oh, Erod's got more of an argument than I thought. Both with opt-outs. That's funny. The opt-out's going to become so much more sexy. Because if you do it right, you've won. If you're a player, there's no reason you wouldn't want it. Except Nolan Arenado staying with St. Louis, the winning way, kind of a disaster. Strowman's Strowman's fun, man. Strowman's fun. Where's he going to go? Dodgers? He 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 wants that. In every team we've we've said he he can fit. He's the number one. He he like actually fits sort of everywhere. He's not scared of the big stage. If you need him to be your one in a game, like he'll do Yeoman's work. If you need him to be your three, that's awesome. Uh, he's and, cool sitting atop. He's cool helping a team chase down first place. He's uh, that's I I know I've said it. I know I've said it multiple times now, but this is where Baltimore's in control. Because if they decide they want Stroman, if they decide they want Erod, they have the assets. They have the assets to go above other teams. IMO. Um, so I don't know. Is Stroman their guy? Let's get let's get Stroman stats for you real quick. Marcus Stroman, 288 ERA in 20 starts, 3.3 war. Uh, what Marcus Stroman is great at, the best in the National League, not allowing home runs. 0.5 homer per nine. Does that speak to the people at Camden? Could. Really well could. Uh, my sicko thought that I don't know, and I maybe I'm... Contra, contradicting myself from earlier because this is still a rental so you're not paying for two and a half years of Dylan Cease that I don't think is happening he's the guy I'd go for if I was the Cincinnati Reds um, you know I you're going to give something up but you get a guy that could potentially be your one like I think Giolito can kick in a gear for a big city I still don't think you'd want him to be your one Heading into a playoff series? Him as a bonus piece in your rotation is a lot more exciting. It's a lot than, more exciting. Which you can say about anybody, sure. But Marcus Stroman's been a 288 this year. He's a career 355. Um, I think you can even butter knife that better for recent years. Uh, since 2019, he's been a 316 ERA. Like, think about all the energy and what's going on in Cincinnati. Ellie De La Cruz and the Viking helmet and all that. Marcus Stroman for two months. I don't interested in what they're asking. He's the guy, if I'm Cincinnati and I'm actually doing this, like, let's fuck around and find out. We're going to mm. get Hunter Green back. Maybe we get Lodolo back. Who knows if Ashcraft or Abbott or one of those guys figures it out for the rest of the season. If I'm doing that chart, the fuck around and find out, and I'm Cincy, I go get Stroh. Um, but I still think it would mean more to the Baltimore Orioles, who are, A, guaranteed a playoff spot. <laughs> like Cincinnati's still not guaranteed anything. I think Milwaukee's two games up on them now. Like, did they already burn their brightest? 
I don't know. If you get a nice piece at the deadline, I think that'd be pretty impactful. Second wind. If I'm Cincinnati, I would. I think that all makes sense. You play in a band box. The guy keeps it in the park. It's a rental. It's a guy that fits the vibes of your team so well. I'm going to start pushing the Strohs with Cincinnati Mm. narrative, but I don't, again, I don't think they're in control of that because they still have the risk of missing the playoffs. Baltimore's in. It's over. Would love if Cincy did that. Uh, Let's burn through the rest of the names a little quicker. Kyle Hendricks. Feel like he's been a trade deadline piece for years now. That's that's going to be an unsexy move for a team, but I feel like I'm going to love it. All the landing spots we bounced around on, like Kyle Hendricks is that fifth guy for the Phillies. Like I'll bet on him. If Kyle Hendricks is just in there to go for my D backs, I'm kind of about it, right? Like the the old kind of ace fighting for rings in the desert. One year older than Marcus Stroman, by the way. Crazy. Baseball ages, man. Insane. Lance Lynn has a horrible ERA, but that's a little deceptive. He's been punching tickets. He's going to be a fun one. I just fell in love with him to the Phillies. I think that would be electric. Just the testosterone flowing there. Could he be a Dodgers guy? No, he's not really. He is Philly. Okay, so Lynn to Philly. Done. Patrick Corbin, I just think that's so messy. I know he's been better, but just figuring out everything else around it. No. Clevenger's listed on here, but I think he just he's hurt again, and White Sox will need people to throw innings. Like, he's got Savali on this list. That's not happening. Paul Blackburn with the A's. I don't know what you're getting. Snell, if that happens, fire me up, but I have no idea what the Padres will do, and that's a true rental. Send him back to the Rays. Um, are the Mets going to dump arms? Because the, the next part of this list is Carrasco, Quintana, and Scherzer, and Verlander. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't even know what you'd do with that. And then he finishes his list with Dylan Cease and Shohei Otani. That um, I'm starting to think both of those won't happen. So... What did we just learn? Any piece fits with the Phillies. So I wonder if they just play a game of value and whoever slips and is available. Probably not, because if you're a front office and you're looking at Reynolds, you still want your guy. The guy you like. The Philly fit feels so delicious that I won't move off of that. Um, Because again, that... That range, that buffer the Phillies have of if you're our five, that's cool. If you're our three, that's cool. Lance Lynn is perfect for that. If he taps into that for two months, even if he doesn't, he'll eat some innings for you. And he's a guy that... They see what they can get even from if, him. Even if he was, like, bad. Like, Lance Lynn's a guy that'll go eat innings on a bad day. Like, he's not above that. He would be perfect for that team. That's done. That's done. I think we're fully rooting for that. I love Strode to the Reds, but I don't believe in it. Houston's going to get someone. Yes. I bet we can dive deeper on that. I, I don't know if it's for now, but... Yeah. Giolito. When we thought about that, that's... 
That that spoke. Giolito and Eloy to Houston. Hmm. That sucks. Oh, okay. Good for them. So Giolito to Houston. But if Giolito goes there, Dodgers don't have their guy yet, and I think they're going to get someone. Monty? No. Is that when they hit the Flaherty button? Stroman? Flaherty? I don't know. The Dodgers are so weird to me. I just don't know what they're up to. Like, they're going to get some of their veteran guys back, and some of these kids have looked good. Do they need to make the money matter? I wonder what she's doing back there. Dodger fans, let me know. Maybe Dodgers... If they're going to add something, right? Dodgers in Houston. Dodgers in Houston. Both going for Giolito. Lorenzen ends up anywhere. Do my snakes get someone? I love Flaherty there. Flaherty, Dodgers, or Snakes. I I like West Coast. I like those fits for him. The more I'm looking at the Dodgers, the more I'm uh like they they should they should go get Giolito. Then maybe maybe Houston would be on a Monty Lorenzen. I mean they can do whatever they want. Houston does whatever they want. They might go off the board. Hell, they'd be a great Lance Lynn place. Like, they'd be a great Lance Lynn place. Okay. So that was part one. We may do a hitters part two. Uh, I know I want to do I want to do another tier list with Jolly. I don't know if we want to do that. Maybe, it's, maybe that's right after the deadline. Yeah, I don't, get a little, squeeze a little extra juice. It's out of interesting that. because if we do it right before the deadline, we have a chance to look like assholes, and that's funny. If we do it right after the deadline, we just have to pick the category. Yeah. So I'll figure that yeah. out with Jolly. Could and juice I, our August. And I did get a text from Bailey saying, hey, is it almost time for us? So we'll uh, we'll figure out something fun as well. So good to be back. Waking and jaking with you guys. We'll be back Wednesday. Uh, love you guys. Bye.